Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. I am Alan. Um, I'm on my way back to Waterford in the next two weeks. So uh, I've been living in Waterford despite being a Wexford man. I'm living down there for a, a number of years, and I have a wife and, and, and kids there, so I'm heading back a little bit closer. But you'll bring with you, I suppose, many happy memories and fond memories of the time you spent here. I will, absolutely, and I have still great connections in Wexford, uh, both family connections and now connections within the Garda organisation. And I've certainly enjoyed my time here, and I won't be too far away. Linking in with, with, with South East Radio and other little initiatives uh, has worked well. Uh, Sergeant Eddie Wilder, new crime prevention officer, has a, an initiative in relation to antisocial behaviour, encouraging anybody to, to report it. Um, often items of that nature go unreported, yet it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a worry for people and it's a nuisance factor for people. So we have a couple of initiatives going, encouraging people to report it, and where it's reported, we'll do our best uh, to help to solve it. And you are currently recruiting as well, aren't you? There is recruitment on at the moment. Um, so uh, recruits went into the Garda College just before Christmas. Uh, there will be another group going in this month in February. It's hoped there will be 200, and it is hoped that there will be 200 every quarter from then on. And as we progress in the year, we'll see some of those recruits coming out as part of their training to stations. So hopefully now over the, over the course of 2023, we'll see additional Garda members uh, on the ground in all the stations around the country. And of course, we're here today not to celebrate the Garda of the present, or for that matter, the Garda of the future. We're celebrating the Garda of the past. Uh, some remarkable members uh, mentioned here today. You as Chief Super, remembering these men, I mean, the stories we heard about what they went through uh, in the initial setting up of Vanguard, as you call it, even the conditions they worked in. Well, it certainly was different times. Um, and I suppose only for those men, and they were solely men at that time, uh, who founded the organisation 100 years ago, uh, we wouldn't be here today and we wouldn't have, I suppose, the conditions we have um, we wouldn't have, I suppose, the organisation we have and how it's linked into the community. So despite the fact that uh, it's 100 years old, 100 years is a short in, in the big scheme of things. And look, we've taken a lot from those men who came 100 years ago. I have a couple of retired members here to my, to my left. It's their initiative here today. Uh, they're the ones to be congratulated on doing it. I have Joe Kelly and Tony Fagan, only two of the, of the, of the people who have organised this. And again, those members have given uh, their service. So it, it's not often we can do it. 2022... Um, was an opportunity to, to recognise those people and to thank those people and indeed to thank their families today and it was great to see so many family members including yourself Alan who your grandfather was a founding member great to see so many people meeting up and reminiscing about um, the past and so on and sharing stories great to see You paid tribute uh, to Liam Griffin's dad and I say Liam Griffin's dad you just gave that example you talked about the book launch that took place and you talked about the respect people had for members of the force and talk to me a little bit about the respect the men had and uh, uh, and why they, they deserve that respect. Many of them had fought in the War of Independence, hadn't they? They had, and I suppose I was present when Liam Griffin gave a speech at the at the book launch, um, Tom Miller and Tony Fagan's book on the guards, and Liam Griffin passed a comment that night. Uh, Liam Griffin is a sporting hero to many, but he passed a comment that night that his heroes growing up were the local guards, that they were the people that, that he looked up to, they were the people that you went to if you needed help. And indeed, that should continue today. And that's, that's certainly my message. And indeed, I passed the comment growing up and some of the members were here today. Some of the serving members when I was were growing up are now retired members. And indeed, we, we were very proud of those men. Uh, and, uh, you know, we did respect them and looked up to them. And long may that continue. And you also mentioned the fact that you had no link with Angarda, as you call it. So obviously, what attracted you then? You're now a chief superintendent. What attracted you to go into the, first, the force in the first place? Yeah, I suppose there is a, a tradition in Angarda Shikana that, um, you know, 
there, there are family links. So I met some people today whose grandfather were serving members. They may have served themselves and indeed have sons who served. So it goes down through the generations. Joe here to my left, uh, his son is serving in the guards at the moment. So there is a tradition. Um, that tradition wasn't in my family. I, don't, I didn't have any um, uh, member within my family. Um, but it was always something I suppose I had considered growing up. Um, maybe I was influenced by some of those people I've told you that, that were in our communities, they were part of the, the sporting clubs. Um, that probably pushed me uh, a little bit towards that way. But it's always something uh, I intended to do, and thankfully I did it, and I've, I've certainly no regrets. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, I know it won't be Davies Day, she will be supporting. It'll be very much Dara's Wexford, I think. Uh, I, I still have the purple and gold jersey, uh, Alan. I don't, uh, I don't think that'll change now. But uh, uh, And listen, just thanks to yourself and, and your... your your people in, in South East Radio. You've been very good to me in my time here and you're very good to the guards in Wexford in general and we appreciate it. We wish you the best of luck. Joe Kelly is here with me there now. Joe, what a wonderful celebration, what a wonderful ceremony today. You must be very, very happy by the turnout. And again, we were talking about members of the force gone by. He's, he, he's a hard-working man. He doesn't like too much praise, but we'll give him some. Ray Quigley. Oh, Ray Quigley is, is, a, is unique. He's absolutely brilliant here to the community in Islegate. He's one of the hardest working retired guards. A lot of them around the country. A lot of the guards, when they do retire, do get involved in local communities. Yeah. They're in sport clubs. Ray was with the um, Holland Football, the Camogie, and he really got stuck in here to the, um, this new community hall that they built here in Isle Gate. What are your memories of the guards, and how long are you out of it, Joe? I'm 11 years plus now. I'm shopping for 12 years out of it now. I spent a little over 30 years in yeah. the guards. Yeah. I started out above in Dublin. I went to a station called Kill of the Grange. It was yeah, an unusual it's, spot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a wonderful... I just met John Kennedy, who he, he grabbed me by the arm on the way back, and he says, I served with your granddad. I'm going back in to have a chat with him now, a private one. Mm. But, I mean, it's, it's that sort of a day, isn't it? I was sitting beside a, another guard, Tony O'Loughlin, whose dad was a guard, one of the first guards. I mean, that's what it is. It's all about just meeting up. And I, I say that the, the chat's going on in there now or something else. It's brilliant. It's like... The guards is like a really a big family. Yeah. We all kind of, when you're a servant member of the guards, you kind of you you stay together, you stick together, you work together. And when you retire, we try to keep it up. Um, the GSRA made the Guards Chicana Retired Members Association. There's over six thousand two hundred yeah. retired guards in the association, so they try to keep. We try to keep in contact with all those members. There's magazines and, and a lot of uh, publications that. We try to keep in contact and keep them involved. And, and do they keep in contact with you then regularly? To do on a regular basis. We have regular, we've AGMs coming up in Wexford now on, on the 23rd. And there's all around the country. Today is absolutely brilliant. Today is yeah. very unique. It's the first um, of all the, all the counties in Ireland. Wexford is the first yeah. to put on this presentation today. Yeah. I'm sure other counties will follow suit, yeah. but at least we can say in Wexford we're the first. Thank you so much. I'm <laughs> going to leave the final word before I leave Thanks. Algate here today to Tony Fagan. Tony, yes. uh, I mean, these celebrations have been so badly needed and wanted and proof positive today that the turnout you had over 100 recipients. That's correct, yeah, yeah. No, it's very, very important that we involve, and especially that we involve the relatives of those people who were in at the inception of the force and who worked in atrocious conditions. Tell me about, I mean, you you, you were part of that book. How bad were the conditions, Tony? 
they were very, very bad. They, 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 when they went into stations, they went into stations that had broken windows, that had no slates on the roof. I don't know how they existed inside in it. And as a result, a lot of them died at a young age, a reasonably young age, from uh, pleurisy, pneumonia, and things like that. But they were determined to make it work, weren't they? They were very, very determined, and there's no doubt about it. How they managed it is an amazing part of the whole uh, force as it is today, that those people actually made it what we have today. And did many of them lose their lives early on? Yeah, they did. That was another aspect of the thing. People that were out in the fields with them weeks earlier were now shooting in windows at them inside in the station because the two, the two different viewpoints as regards the treaty and the truce. Yeah. The, the guardian on the inside who agreed with the truce and... Uh, people outside who didn't agree and it was violent and uh, they took their life in their hands basically. You've met a lot of the sons, grandsons and daughters and granddaughters of those early members. You could sense the pride in them and just seeing some of them leaving the the, uh, community hall here in Oilgate as we speak. A wonderful sense of pride. Absolutely and that is, it it gives us great satisfaction to see people like that coming along and to see the pride they have that they had members of their family as yeah. members of the initial Garda Siakana. And is it so important uh, as a GRA member that these men are remembered? Oh, very, very important. I think that's the whole purpose. Now, in, in fairness, Tom Miller did an awful lot of work uh, fishing out all these people from different places and things like that and where they were getting their contact details. Now, we all did, but Tom in particular played a big part in uh, getting them. And Davy Fitzgerald also in Wexford, he, he did it. But uh, as, as a committee as a whole... Yeah. Uh, that's what we did. We endeavoured to get all these people, all the relatives, and they did come out, and it was great to see them there today, an overflow attendance. Well, how do you think they should be remembered? And not just the initial founders, but all those who have served uh, with distinction down through the years. Yeah, well, I think the people of the country owe on Gardaíochána an enormous uh, amount of gratitude because they're the ones that stand between the rowdy elements, the criminal elements, and uh, subversive elements. They're the crowd that uh, are in that divide between the people and them. And they're the ones, if anything happens in the morning, even a slight thing, a child falls or cuts herself or something like first thing to think of, the guards. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.